orgy black family, orgy, orgy black, incest, incest, black sunken place. Ah! You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Do you hear that? It's the scariest thing in the world. It's white people. people. <laughs> <laughs> and not just one. We got two, count them, two white people on this podcast at once. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be spooky for more than one reason. <laughs> Many reasons. Um, we are here with our beloved loved ones who put up with our white people jokes. Evan is here, my fiance. And Alana is here, Andrew's girlfriend. Say hi. Hey, everybody. I've been angling to be on the show from day one. And it really, it really hurt that another white person debuted before before we did. So wait, there was I'm another one. I'm very excited us? to be here. Too. Finally. We we had we had a couple. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, former fiance to Sneak. <laughs> you guys are hearing a live breakup. <laughs> First that, ever. Do you think anyone's ever break like, broken up on a podcast? Like live? It's happened. I don't know because I mean, if you recorded remotely, for sure. Like mm. you, you're not recording in person and trying to go through that. Yeah. Damn. Well, I guess, oh my God. I mean, I guess the the Frenemies podcast, but it was like a friendship breakup and like a breakup of a business and less than like a lover, lover's did, quarrel. Did one of them come on and they were like, I got to tell you something. Was it, or did it happen organically? Like, please recreate this other podcast on your podcast for me. Honestly, I think it's just Trisha Paytas is fucking crazy. It just had him all down <laughs> and then the podcast just ended. <laughs> Very cool. I wish it was more like complex than that, but like, no. <laughs> we're not even talking about the movie and I have no idea what's going on. It's okay. It's okay. Well, it's we're okay. going to, we're going to walk you through. You're not alone. Um, Spooky squad today. We are kicking off our heavy hitters October with a big one. We watched get out and we thought it was a perfect opportunity to bring on our, our white partners. <laughs> white partners. <laughs> I have, I have, there are very few like cultural, especially in movies, bonding experiences I've had with just so many strangers. One was Avengers Endgame because everyone was just so stoked. But get out. <laughs> like, holy yes. shit. Every, and every time you like caught eyes with a, like the black person of an interracial couple leaving that theater, they're like, you good? You OK? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like you scared. <laughs> I remember when we saw this film in the theaters and I swear to God, every single person in there was a member of an interracial relationship. So. Yeah, it was yeah, it was couples night at the theater. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So actually, when I saw it in theaters, it was in a like black neighborhood. So mostly black theater. So there were no interracial couples. So it was like really just like black people. And when I tell you that was the best, like hands down the best movie going experience I've ever had, because it's like. Black people are also just already great at the movies, but with a movie like this, 
it's like, okay, we're all being traumatized in the same way, right? Like we're oh, yeah. <laughs> really bonding. We're all trauma bonding right now. <laughs> yeah. As we said last week, this is a modern classic. Like it's a Absolutely. bummer. It's a bummer that in like a hundred years, I will for sure be dead and I won't get to hear all the people being like, oh, did you watch this super old fucking movie called Get Out? But you know, the sad, the sad thing about it is that I feel like in a hundred years, it's probably still going to be very relevant. Yeah. I hope, you know, I can hope for the best and hope that it won't be relevant. People could watch it in a hundred years and just be like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Why? <laughs> Black and white people don't exist anymore. We're all just a, a, a beige, a solid beige. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what that feature would look like, but um, or, you know, climate change and all the billionaires have fucked off to Mars. So, yeah, they do screenings. They do screenings of Get Out on Mars. (laughs) And what's so weird about it is not so much the racism and more of just like (laughs) Earth. (laughs) That's funny. And then there's going to be a few like like interracial couples like a martian with uh, a human and it's just like oh my god that's like what we're going through right now <laughs> like, babe that's us <laughs> that's how martians talk um but speaking of martians um let's talk about this movie that being a black in america it sort of makes you feel like an alien sometimes ain't that right real good that was spot on and great <laughs> I got my mojo back. My appendix is gone. My mojo is back. <laughs> you, yeah, your body is so much more space for mojo. <laughs> <laughs> so much more space for jokes and activities. Um, but we watched Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele, our Lord and Savior, also written by Jordan Peele, starring Daniel Kaluuya, um, Allison Williams, Bradley Whitford, um, Stephen Root, Catherine Keener, and Lil Rel Howry. <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield. I, I feel like this is the one movie where um, typically when we do this, the, the cast, we do like maybe four or five. This is one where I was just like, I want to name all of the people because they're all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think this is like probably one of like the best cast movies I've seen in a long time. I really, I really like Daniel. But when I first saw this, it's <laughs> like, because I knew he was a British actor and just he speaks very sparsely at the top and throughout a lot, you know, he has like chunks of like, this is my dense dialogue bit, but he mm-hmm. is very sparse dialogue. And I was like, is it because this guy can't do an American accent? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, Daniel, we need you in this movie, but uh, we're going to have to compensate and you can't really speak. I actually didn't realize he was British until the next film I saw him in. And then I was like, why is he doing an accent? So it, it was interesting to go back and hear hear it come out a little bit here and there yeah i know him from skins because he's in like the first generation or first generation of skins i can't remember generation but he was in skins and that's where i first i first saw him and so i knew he was british but wouldn't it be funny if like in this movie he just sounded like keanu reeves and bram stroker's dracula (laughs) rose i'm afraid that your family might be kind of racist (laughs) oh or they try to play that he was American, but didn't they didn't fix his accent. And it's just like, hey, babe, can you come over here? Right out, Rose. Be over there in a minute. 
like, obviously. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't sound much different than Emma Watson and Little Women. Because <laughs> I know you're listening, Emma. I'm calling you out. Your accent sucks. You famed American <laughs> actress Emma Watson. <laughs> famed American actress Emma Watson. <laughs> oh, I'm from Concord. I am. I am. Like, okay, girl. <laughs> sure you are. But anyway, from that tangent. Um, so this movie is about a young black man named Chris who um, goes to visit his white girlfriend, Rose's family. Everything seems nice. They seem like your typical middle-class white liberal family until some creepy shit starts to happen. Until you find out they're a middle-class white liberal family. <laughs> <laughs> Everything checks out. <laughs> <laughs> But if y'all are ready, I'm ready to jump into Let's do the, it. Sum- the synopsis, right? All right. So we get our first scene and we got a young man. Um, it's Lakeith Stanfield. His name's Andre in this movie. He's walking down the street at night. It's like a very nice suburban neighborhood. He's walking the street, talking on the phone. Um, when he notices that this like white sports car is pulling up and just, just kind of slowly following him. So blaring like <sighs> 1930s music. <laughs> Like vaudevillian, yeah, like, like yeah. my first clue that I'm going to die. <laughs> it could have been in the middle of the day. It could have been. It didn't even have to be in the burbs. But the combination of in the burbs at night, 1930s vaudeville, I'm dead. I mean, as soon as I hear anyone singing like this, like no, whoa, get out of here. I would sprint. <laughs> I try and get winded and just accept my fate. So he realizes that he's being followed and he starts to freak out naturally, which again, watching this in a black audience, it was like, we're starting off strong. Cause it was like, this is not good. <laughs> the impact, I, I love how um, the great thing about this movie is that it's not like, I think it could have been so ham fisted with yeah. everything. So it's like, it's, it's just the fact that he's in this very nice neighborhood. So it already translates to the audience. Okay. Nice neighborhood probably a white neighborhood black guy walking alone a car is following him this is not a safe scenario we don't have to see white people or even signs of whiteness it's just like we just are aware this is an environment where he would not be welcome in and his dialogue is really nice because it's very realistic right he just the car goes and starts following me he's just like nope not me not today <laughs> like turns around <laughs> starts walking you're like he didn't need to spell out like <laughs> I am a darkie in a white neighborhood <laughs> in that, in that accent too, for no reason. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. I, I've also in, in similar situations had the same reaction. Like not today. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> oh no, Satan. We're not doing it. <laughs> um, so he, I'm out. sorry, what? I said, I hear the vaudeville. I'm out. <laughs> like fuck this so um so he he gets he gets freaked out he starts to walk away um it's when we notice that the car door is open and out of nowhere someone shows up and attacks him and drags his body away title card yeah (laughs) yeah um but we cut to now where we meet our main character chris um and uh did you even notice the music choice in this scene yeah yes Some childish gambino 
Childish Gambino. Oh, that's what the song like? Yeah. Yeah. The song's called Redbone, but the lyrics is stay woke. And he was saying it. And I was like, mm, you got to. Um, <laughs> but uh, Chris is a photographer. He lives in a very nice, very chic apartment. Um, and his girlfriend Rose shows up and they're getting ready to go visit her family for he's meeting the family for the very first time, which is naturally always a, a scary situation, but given that they are an interracial couple, um, Chris outright asks, like, Hey, do they know I'm black? Which did you guys have this conversation pre-meeting? Did we have this conversation? I don't, I think no, because before we started dating, I saw her parents, like we, kind of met mm. so like they had seen me before we were dating but i've i've had that conversation with other partners cool. the slew of partners i'm kidding like one or two <laughs> you know all the white girls i went <laughs> yo you go to you go you go to school in a music program i don't know what to tell you in wisconsin yeah in wisconsin it was slim slim pickens thanks yeah. for diversity <laughs> hey <laughs> Okay. That's why. That's why I went hard. I took like a hard turn. I was like, okay, if I can't get any diversity, I need to find the palest princess, the whitest person. Yeah, <laughs> the palest <laughs> princess. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, keep your 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 sex names out of this podcast. I don't know about them. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evan's like, yes, Evan, please. you can come over anytime. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Yeah, this is all going in some fan fiction. Uh, we had that yeah. conversation, though. Yeah, it was before you met my aunt and also my grandma. Yeah, was... especially your grandma. Yeah, she's old. She's old. She's very nice. May, you know, the Lord rest her soul. But you you, you think about those things. And it's funny because um, in this scene, when he asks, Rose about it. She like does the thing of like, oh, no, like why would I? Da, 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 da. And it's like, see, but you know, you got to, you got to, and 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 it's 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 not always obvious. I think for like the white counterpart in that situation, because just like if we can if we can leave any kind of awkwardness just like out the gate, that'd be great. I think it's pretty obvious for certain people with certain grandparents. That's true, but your grandma was nice. She wasn't. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Please elaborate. Did your grandma have a secret? Like, is she I, is she in the order of coagulant? Real talk. I this dog. I, I had actually never seen her interact with black people before. <laughs> like, really, ever. My my mom would tell me stories about like when her and my dad were like first started like dating. And then she was, it's like, yeah, you know, I've only seen, I've only seen your grandma interact with the the help. And, you know, I'm kidding. We did not have help. We did not have money. <laughs> um, but she would say like my dad apparently met my grandma with uh, cornrows and he nervously undid them all before he showed up to their house. Mm. Like that interesting is, like intense man i mean like he was just like fucking with it so much he wasn't just like sitting there like neurotically saying i gotta take these out mm. yeah yeah i mean i definitely the, the hair thing's funny because i remember one time i actually had my hair like this which was like in my twists 
And I remember your grandma making comments. She was like, oh, your hair is so long. Like, how'd you grow it so long? White people like, don't know that. They don't know. I didn't know that before I started dating you that, like, that wasn't your hair. I didn't know that before Sinek and I were friends. Um, I'm kidding. Really? No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, but you're also a guy. So I'm like, it's possible. Like, I know I know black guys who, like, really don't get black hair either just because they're men and they just don't have to deal with it. So. Yeah. I would believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very believable that Andrew's fucking clueless and stupid. I didn't say that. It's okay. You, however, said that. Yeah. <laughs> you said it, and I'm not negating it. Anyway. <laughs> Live your truth, hon. Um <laughs> No, Andy, Andy's been on Andy's been on a hair journey. Uh oh, really? Especially tell. Well, like definitely over the pandemic, trying out different stuff. Yeah, I told you because uh white mom would just be like, here's this watermelon L'Oreal kid. It won't make your eyes cry. <laughs> Did she give you watermelon? Was that was that a the racist no, thing? No, oh, I was no. just <laughs> sorry, I made that joke to someone before. Cause you know, like that two-in-one children's like shampoo, but there was yeah. a watermelon flavor, which my mom definitely gave me once. <laughs> I, d- I don't think it was bland, but uh it tasted like watermelon. Tasted awful. <laughs> Watermelon flavor Just shampoo. There, downing the shampoo. I'm like, mom, it's not helping my hair at all. And I didn't know how to use shampoo until recently. Yeah. I told you when I got my hair braided the first time, my dad like he's like, all right, you gotta rub some Vaseline in between them. And I was like, I'm not gonna do that. Mm, I wouldn't do Vaseline um in well, your hair. Well, look at my dad like a- also not knowing anything. Yeah, I would use like a lighter oil. Um, I love a tea tree oil, personally. Um, but this is not a hair care podcast, though it could be one day. Um, <laughs> you run out of horror films? You never know. <laughs> um, uh, we should do that um, that Hulu movie. Bad Good hair. hair? Yeah, yeah. Bad hair. Good hair. Bad Which hair. One? Bad Bad hair, hair. We should watch that. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested in of i mean we have to talk about the the jordan peele ripoffs since this like this movie has ushered in an era of everyone thinking like racism is scary it's like i mean yes but (laughs) i don't need every horror movie to be like a racist social commentary uh whatever that's for later anyway so they're like cool 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 um we're gonna we're gonna go see my parents. You found out that Chris is a smoker, and he also has this friend named Rod, who's a TSA agent, who is truly the best part Amazing. of this movie. Yeah, so He's good, so good. It's like the right amount. I mean, because this movie is weird because it is a horror movie, but it is satire. So there is that sense of like levity and like comedy, but not too much. And I think it could have very easily gone too too funny, especially with Lil Rel, because he's just funny. Like, yeah, he's just a very funny man. Look at everything he does. Do you like, um, I like how as you watch this, like after you've seen it once and you watch it again, little things mean more like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Rose is like, ah, stop smoking. That's disgusting. And then it's just like, we need your body good. (laughs) Or like when, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like, so they hit that fucking deer and, uh, the cop, like comes and does whatever and it's like i need to see your id sir and he's uh he he was just gonna do it and rose is like that's bullshit he wasn't driving you know that whole thing which looked super cool and social justicey but then mm-hmm. after seeing it you're like ooh, no no paper trail that you were here 
It's brilliant because I did again, like this is this is how you know a, a movie's this good is like when you watch it again, you're just like, it was there all along. We just didn't see it. This but whole yeah, movie it was like it's actually pretty obvious. Yeah, it was what's like gonna the, happen. It was like the Midsomar tapestry up front, where it's like mm-hmm. if you knew what the fuck it meant, you're like, oh god, this is that that's the plot. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And I think I love the, the 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 mention of like the the social justice aspect of it because like it is significant that the people, the white people in this movie are like on the surface like you're like liberal white people. Like so like Rose, I mean, listen, I'm not going to speak for all black men, but I could see a lot of black men who in a similar situation, right? If Rose popped up, popped off and she's like, "Mr. Excuse me, this is my impression of a white woman. <laughs> Officer, how dare you take ask my black boyfriend for his ID? <laughs> and, Very accurate. That is exactly how she sounds whenever Alana gets on that fucking horse. It's like, miss, that, miss that. Hey, yeah, listener, you can't see you. My arm, my hands are on my hips, but in a fist. So that's I'm when indignant use, and angry. It's when you're using your inner Karen for good. Yeah, I'm like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. He doesn't need to show you anything. Okay. And that's when the cops like, we're not buddies. I think she's mad. <laughs> but I could see, you know, a, a a black guy who has like a white girlfriend in the situation being like, shorty down and, and thinking this is good. And it's like, it's really brilliant that, sh- that we, we make Rose into this kind of like, because even as an audience member, I really was like rooting for Rose for Rose. I, I didn't think that she was also guilt like bad. I was like, maybe she's like, you know, she's not really, but you know, she doesn't live with her family. Maybe she's not part of this until the end. We find out she's bad too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe like Rose is down. Like she's invited to the cookout. Ha ha ha. Corner piece of macaroni and cheese. Fuck that. Don't give her anything. Okay. I'm sorry. This <laughs> got very passionate. Everyone can't get the corner piece of the macaroni and cheese. That is a very coveted part of the macaroni. We have to save our dietary talk for her later. That comes at the end of the movie. Yes, you're right. We do. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, Are you talking about the Fruit Loops? Is that <laughs> what we're going to talk about later? Yeah, oh, you need to talk Literally, when we, she couldn't be any more crazy. Spoiler. The scariest part of the movie. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Watching somebody drink milk with a straw. <laughs> she, she's, it's, you know, it's a little touches like that that are like brilliant. It's like, yeah, that's weird. Like, I, it never occurred to me that someone would eat Fruit Loops like that, but here we are. Um, so Chris and Rose finally get to Rose's family's house. Um, we meet the father, the Armitages. It's Dean Armitage and their, his wife, Missy. Um also amazing casting of having Catherine Keener and Bradley Whitfer, who are, in my opinion, like nice white people. They seem like these <laughs> in, nice my white opinion, folks. <laughs> in my opinion, if I could just throw it out there, real nice white folk. Nice white folk. Like, okay. If I've met Catherine Keener at a party, she's like, she's getting a little wine drunk. She's like fun. She's like, like oh, she's like a fun lady. She won't touch my hair. Like if she this was 70 it. years ago, I would have been like those two actors. They're in the green book. <laughs> You see those people at a party, you can go talk to them. Yeah. It's like, I could, t- I, I feel safe with them. Also, yeah. like, I think, I also kind of think that Bradley Whiffer's like kind of hot. Am I alone here, Alana? Okay. So I got to tell you, because we were literally, we were just watching a Parks and Rec episode where he's like a city counselor. And he looks hotter in this film than he did in that episode like 10 years ago. 
it's it's crazy he's aging it's backwards like, he's kind of like a daddy right like yeah absolutely a little bit yeah evan, evan is just darting back and we're, forth like are you an, what are you an idiot bradley <laughs> whitford is like a daddy this is the billy madison guy right i mean he's not billy madison in this like he's he's not that Dude, guy but like he, yeah he's the same actor he's gotten better mm. with age he's like great he's all like white like gray with like the glasses i was kind of like mm-hmm. okay like He's like your dad's professor of like literature. Yeah. I'm trying to get an A, buddy. I like how Evan said that as if it was like a bad thing. Like, yeah, like yeah, he can read. Like I love that. Like, was it? I don't like people who can read. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Explains our relationship, right? <laughs> I was going to. I am illiterate. Um, no, but he's hot. Like he's, I don't know. I'm just saying Bradley Whitford could cut my brain out any day. All right. <laughs> 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 that brain yeah okay Get the fuck so, out of here moving on <laughs> moving on <laughs> um yeah so um but they're doing the typical like but dean uh mr arbitage is like oh yeah i voted for Obama if i could third time like they're doing the the liberal white people thing but still otherwise a nice thing people but we find out that missy is also a hypnotherapist which and not to like, you know, okay. it's funny, too, because she's, you know, it's like, oh, do you pull out the watch? And she goes, no. you know, And then she they're just sip drinking tea, some shit. And she is clinking her fucking glass just while they're talking, kind of like setting shit up. Not saying that's how she hypnotizes people, but that is something I didn't notice, like right the first time you watch it. Mm. Oh, when they're outside. When they're outside, she's clinking her tea glass just to kind of get that in his ear. And it's when they he they start talking about his mom and how she passed. Ooh, I think I missed that in this watch. And I thought you were too busy staring at fucking (laughs) Dean Armitage. I was too busy licking the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Alana, you're gonna say something. Yeah, I thought that. So she's doing that and she's like tingling her glass. Tingling, that's a really unfortunate word. Um, <laughs> and but also like Georgina's right there. So I thought that maybe it was like a like. A, like a Keeping her. In, well, we in don't know. Kind of thing. Who knows? Oh, that, would make, this... that makes sense, too. Just but, make, kinda, I feel like you almost have to like hit the reset button a few times because like this, this procedure isn't fail safe, right? It's not foolproof. So you have to like. Like check in and make sure like you're still in second place, right? Just like ding, ding, ding. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So also, is hip- is hypnosis real? Like, is that like I know people? There are people who are hypnotherapists. Like, does that work? I have does a white. Work? I have a white aunt in upstate New York that you'd like to meet if you want to test it out. I'm not going. My my dog is barking because he's like, do not go. Sorry. I thought that was more obvious of what I was referencing. Yeah, I clearly don't have an aunt in upstate New York. What are you referencing? The Armitages? Oh, okay. There's this movie called Get Out. I see, I see. Never seen it. (laughs) Uh, Heard great things about it. (laughs) Um, so so we okay, so we meet we also meet in the scene that they have two like their their servants. There's Walter and there's Georgina. And it's awkward as fuck because they're like both black, but they 
they, they kind of like uh, wave it away. It's like, Oh, you know, um, you know, Rose's grandparents had these people that were taking care of them. And then when they died, they could, they felt bad letting them go. So that's why they're still around. Uh, but there's something, something weird about them. They're like, definitely they're pod people, right? Like they're like, they're fucking, yeah. they're fucking, they're fucked up, you know? And I could never be in a movie like this. Like if I were like, a, I mean, I'm a real person. Like if this happened to me, I call things out too much. I'd be like, yo, like Georgina Walter, like mad weird. Like, why do they act like this? Are they okay? I, they're mad weird. No, they're not mad. Like, no, but they're, like, they're acting like sus right no, now. Like, what the fuck is it. this? Like, why is she, why is he running? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, you, he's, he's not running yet. He's just, he's not running quiet. yet. But when it happened, I would be like, yo, Walter was just sprinting. there's just too much shit like even if they just truly were weird people like the next scene like they're having dinner and her brother is back and he's just unnecessarily weird and aggressive and i'd be like yo like babe we gotta go this this is weirding me out i can't i can't be sleeping in a house where some guy tried to fucking put me in a chokehold at dinner and had to be told no by his mother who had she basically had to get like a spray bottle like a cat (laughs) jeremy no no like what is this and like okay can we talk about the brother's weird accent that no one else had i thought it was just kind of high was that what i so the brother he's go ahead no it was like it was also like half like boston new yorky out of nowhere (laughs) Which is why I I always feel weird about the brother besides him, like being aggro. It's just like, is he like, like, what is his deal? Because it's like, everyone else is just like, oh, we're just prim proper white people. And he's like, oh, you know about MMA? Hey, hey, bada bing, bada boom. It's like, what's his accent? You know, he's he's gone off (laughs) to like. If I were Chris, I'd be like, did your brother grow up (laughs) in Boston? Dude, you know, he he's been off at fucking med school and you know how fucking rowdy they are at med school just drinking and mma fighting those <laughs> prolonged trips to boston <laughs> i guess he's at harvard playing lacrosse yeah. with the boys <laughs> yeah right like he's that guy that was in lacrosse in high school that you know he was in lacrosse in high school yeah because he was off season he just was like had the stick yeah, yeah like, you're you're bro, like, like we're it, not even it is <laughs> it is fucking mid like January. Like, why do you got that fucking lacrosse stick? Well, you never you never know when a ball's gonna fly out of nowhere. You're not gonna practice my cradling. <laughs> it's, like, it's not that hard. Like you don't have to practice that much. <laughs> I'm impressed with that real term. I assume. Yeah, you knew what term. that was. I didn't know what that was. I played lacrosse. Did you? Yeah, really? you look pretty white. <laughs> Ah, fuck you. <laughs> I did. I did not for very long, but I did play. So like, yeah, crazy. That's why I, I also like. You know, yeah, I was, I, the, the the back and forth of the hand, the gestures really sold it. I'm pretty, I was pretty fucking good. <laughs> you said whip that shit. That was how I got my aggression out. Some people do jujitsu with MMA. I play lacrosse. I just whip the ball at white girls. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound pretty cathartic. These are my ancestors. <laughs> Great, great. I mean, not to come over again. I don't have my lacrosse stick anymore. And I would never do it to you, Alana. Yeah, right. The first thing that's going to happen, you're going to, we're going to go over to their place. It'll be January. And she's just going to be at the door, like throwing her lacrosse stick back between each hand. Like, sup, Alana? 
<laughs> but, but she's going to have a Boston accent out of nowhere. Hey, hey, Alana, how you doing? Said school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I feel like Jeremy had the most realistic response to all this crazy shit. Like, he was unhinged. But the rest of them were scarier because they were totally, totally not unhinged. That's true. I think they have to keep that facade up because we eventually find out things happen. Like, if you had an operating room in your house, you didn't set that up. You had to order shit and have people <laughs> drag it down the stairs. So if you, if you, could you imagine a family of Jeremy's all like, ah! <laughs> like put the table <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> You'd probably be like, I don't, I don't think we can. But if yeah. the person's just like, sorry, my son is clinically insane. I'll sign for that package here. They're like, oh, okay. It's clearly for the insane kid. Yeah, Jeremy definitely is giving us like family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like he's he not it. well at all and is not really good at holding it together. Um, I thought, it, you know, we were talking about this last night because we we're like, what is Jeremy's deal? Because he's so like, he's fucking not grow. And so I read up on it and then I kind of built out myself. It was like, okay, so like Rose's, um, I mean, spoiler, they're hunting black people, y'all. Um, Rose's way of what? getting like, <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> um, but Rose's way of like getting people is through like her personality and being like, you know, very sweet. She keeps a seemingly sweet girl, um, you know, and she's able to lure these people. Whereas Jeremy's just like outright, just brute and just, you know, clubs you in the head and drags you away. And I was like, the way I saw it was like kind of juxtaposition of the way that like white maleness and white femaleness operate in different ways in like season of white supremacy where like mm. white men can just be outrightly aggressive and just do these things just blatantly whereas white women can and often you know are beneficiaries of the systems and also perpetuate them but have to do it in a way that's like in a womanly way so it's like i have to be nice i have to you know use my feminine wiles to do these things but it's still the same shit but it's just done differently That's which clever. i think is why jeremy gets to be just like un <laughs> he's just like he's just channeling his like his forefathers really <laughs> in these moments see and after all this shit getting in an almost drunk fight with my girlfriend's sibling i wouldn't i would have left instead of gone up to bed and then like woken up in the middle of the night and just been, and then I also wouldn't have been comfortable enough to wake up in the middle of the night to walk around outside. Especially Jeremy is waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the dad even said when he gave them, like gave him the tour of the house is like the next neighbor, the closest neighbor is across the lake. And I'm like that I'm going to die here. <laughs> like, so I'm not. I will love to live in the middle of nowhere. That individualism. Why? Why is the nearest neighbor across a body of water? Huh? Right, why like, can't I hear my neighbors fucking? I want to hear my neighbors fucking. At I all think that says time. more about you than your need of privacy <laughs> or your lack of need of privacy. <laughs> if I if I can't hear the deed being done, you too far away. <laughs> That's what condo life for me, baby. <laughs> But like, yeah, he's just wandering around at night. And this is like the scene when we get the fucking dad full force sprinting. Well, I meant uh, not the dad. We get 
uh, groundskeeper, groundskeeper Walter. Just and also that part was funny though. When I first saw it, oh, like, yeah. we were all laughing because it was like because someone was- actually said in the theater, "Yo, what's that nigga doing?" <laughs> it was so funny because he was just like sprinting towards. Him. And I was like, like what is happening? Whatever, like the reasoning, like he ran up to him and then did that like cut over. And I was like, who's who's working on their Olympic level sprinting in the dead of night? That, that's we how forgot you to mention though, that grandpa, white grandpa was an Olympian and lost to Jesse Owens, which is very important. Which is very important. Incredibly important. He's <laughs> <is> the catalyst. <laughs> For all this bullshit, <laughs> a white man loses one time and decides I got to transplant black brains immediately. I'm just gonna How take that we... now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That brain is mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then also, like he goes in, and this is when we get the scene with him and Missy. Like she's in her study, and I was just like, he's like. You know, smoking is a dirty habit. And I'd just be like, I'm I'm too tired and distraught to deal with this. Like I just make up some dumb excuse like uh I, I gotta go whack it. Bye. <laughs> See you later, Mrs. <laughs> Armitage. Daughter, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to have a I'm even if I wasn't weirded out, I'm not trying to have a real conversation with like the parents of my significant other at what I assume is midnight. After we'd yeah. all been sleeping, presumably. Like, if we were up getting shit-faced, yeah, we're chatting. That was not the case. Yeah, this is a perfect excuse to just be like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, also, they really, pee. they really were banking on him getting up. Like, how did they, was that planned? How did they know he was gonna come down? She was Ooh. just sitting there in that room, just waiting. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was really that loose of a plan? They're like, all right, he needs to come down tonight if he doesn't it throws everything off and then missy's just sitting in that dark office all night and then it's like five in the morning the sun's starting to pop up she's like fuck <laughs> yeah that is that's, that's a good point though because it is like especially because like he's it's his first time at this house so like the odds actually him just wandering around the grounds of your house are quite small. Like we've all like spent the night at a friend's house the first time, woken up first, and you just sat there in their room quietly until they woke up. Like I would have to pee, and like I'm not going to the bathroom until my friend wakes up, and I can be like excused, like you know. So very, like, I don't know. Maybe they just have to bank on like his his sense of wonder. He's a you know he's an artist. Yeah, this fucker's gonna wake up in the middle of the night. Watch me. I just put, I just put like the moon's looking really good tonight. You know, he's going to get up and try to snap that pick. So, so they, they get together and they're, they're talking and she's drinking a cup of tea and we learn from Chris because she's, she's like, she coaxes him. She's like, let's just do, let's just do a little hypnosis. And he's like, I don't want to, but she's like, no, let's do it. It'll be fun. Um, So very white woman. Yeah. She's like, you'll love it. You'll love me going into your brain. <laughs> what are you worried about? It's just me. It's fine. It's just us. <laughs> it's like, girl. So we find out that um, Chris um, didn't grow up with his dad, but he grew up living with his mother. Um, one night, she was coming home late from work. She was hit by a car and she died. 
And he kind of just stayed up. He was a kid. He's like 11, stayed up all night watching television and just kind of knew something bad was happening, but just was paralyzed with fear and didn't get up and do anything. And he's clearly carrying this guilt that if he had probably said something or done something, or he thinks if he had, maybe his mother would still be alive. So she's really digging into this and we get this like the the thing with the teaspoon, which yeah, has the, just the become clinking. like yeah. a meme at this point. I I wanted to drink tea, but I actually decided for beer instead. So I don't know. It doesn't work. It's not the same. It's not that the is same a very all. sad hypnosis. Really sad. And this like Daniel Kaluuya is so fucking talented because he really is able to play this just like he's so like sad but scared and just like it's it's you feel it. It's this like it's was an so intense like scene. hard to watch. Yeah. yeah. He's it's really it's really great. Um but then she like does the thing and she taps a teaspoon and he like falls in. And I remember I first saw this because we it's so fucking awesome. He just like melts into the abyss. And when I first saw this movie, not knowing what the ending would be, it was just like this. It's so good at just getting you to jump in and feel like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so what, what, what are they trying to do? My first thought, I said, I thought that she's going to suck his dick because, because when he falls in, he's like, you know, he's falling through the, the sunken place and he can see through this square. It's almost like a little TV. She looks like she's like crawling towards him. So I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, 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 like yo, if if that's what it was, throw me in the sunken place. <laughs> You've been watching way too much Brazzers lately. <laughs> like who? Yeah, Ooh, my <laughs> the Jordan the Jordan Peele section of pornography. <laughs> yeah. Mm, my my white girlfriend's mom sucks me off. While I'm in the sunken place. <laughs> Big boobs. It's just with big boobs. It's yeah. It's just some black guy just sitting, just dead for like half an hour, no movement, no sound. (laughs) And then every once in a while, like the the woman will come back up and start clinking a teacup. Sometimes there is the POV shot and it's just her sucking dick through the square, but he's still falling. And he's just like, (laughs) it's actually when he's in the sunken part of the porn, it's very tasteful. Like it's beautifully shot. It's actually really artfully done. (laughs) Uh, Man. (laughs) Yeah, your your tweet, the sucking place. That was very funny. I fucking vomited. Mature white woman sucks. Black cock in the sucking place. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, <laughs> y'all are funny. <laughs> mm. Okay, so that was that, mostly you. Yeah, that was all you. <laughs> no, that was a group effort, guys. That was great. But he wakes up next morning. He wakes up without any. Not only really sure what the fuck happened because he didn't remember getting back in bed. Again, but the weird shit's gone down. Just another moment where it's like, if I was in an environment that caused that intense of a nightmare, I'm like, I need to leave immediately. First thing, not even telling you because you're part of this family. I'm I'm weirded out that you're. And then she does the one because uh, Chris brings it up to Rose and Rose does the thing that like. 
I feel partners do when you're like just trying to joke around. It's like, hey, I'm thinking this thing. Uh, you know, it's like, whoa, I think your mom like hypnotized me. And she's just kind of playing it off as like, oh, that sucks. But like still making jokes about it. She's the like, whole time. are you serious? <laughs> and it's mom. just like, yeah, like, it's oh like, yo, this is a big deal. And then like, he'll say shit that's like opening it, like opening it up. And then she just makes jokes and he'll always be like, Hi, okay, another joke. Okay, I get it. It's fine. It's fine. We're done. And then he just keeps shutting, like closing up the whole movie. And I'm like, no, Chris. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't back down. I mean, I mean, so much, this, so much of this movie is also like an allegory for like microaggressions. So like, you're <laughs> like, hey, you know, something weird's going on. It's like, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it just was like my mom just like my mom just wanted to help. You're not smoking, aren't you? Yeah, See? Right. you want a cigarette? See, <laughs> fuck you, Rose. <laughs> fuck you, your mama. Um, so. So, okay. Oh, and also he gets, um, he gets a picture that's sent from Rod. Um, oh no, never mind. No, that's later. That's, yeah. it's not so not. This yeah, is that's when he later. goes and he goes and he's outside and he goes and talks to Walter, right? At this yeah. point. And he Walter goes and spills yeah. the beans almost. Well, well yeah, what Walter, does Walter, say Walter just, he does the thing of trying to blend in terribly. <laughs> By just speaking like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> this is a very unsettling scene. Like an old white man. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, uh, you know. I'm sorry I startled you last night. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> that's also very funny too that these people, body snatchers, you know, it's like, this, this is how I talk now. I have the vocal cords and range of a mid-twenties African-American, but I do still choose to sound like this. And I'm just like, why? But I think that's a smart choice. No, it's smart. Like, like artistically, at least, because it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, if like we look at things like cultural appropriation, it's always going to be a bad imitation of Blackness. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm one of you. It's like, no, you're not. Like, you're, you, we, we all can see, the Black people can see through it, which is Chris's thing. Yeah. Like he notices specifically when he later on meets um, Lakeith's uh, character, Andre, who's now, you know, we'll get, we'll get into it. The thing that stands out to him isn't just that he's a black guy here, but he acts like not a black guy. Like he's, he's just like, Oh, you feel safer than now I'm here. Like, what yeah. the fuck is yeah. that? It also doesn't <laughs> help that everyone's vernacular in those instances are a cool 50 years <laughs> from like, you know, earlier. Yeah, like, when ah. Georgie was like, snitched? What is snitched? Oh, tattletale. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I'm like, bitch and I know you know what snitch means. Yeah, you never like, heard the word snitch? You're I'm still like, alive. <laughs> like, yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, you're, their language should be off the charts because they, they have like slang from like 30 generations they should have like down pat. I know, speak jive. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd at least be in the 70s. <laughs> You think they at least had watched an episode of Good Times? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you know, can't they can't they reach into the sunken place for like, oh, it's like, oh, I need to blend in a little more. Like, help me out. <laughs> All the references are from like <laughs> the Jeffersons. <laughs> it's like Norman Lear booth shows. But um, so um, okay, so we're having a party, and it's um 
what are they celebrating again? It's supposed to be like the. It's just a party that their grandpa had or that her grandpa had every year. But and it is again, like when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's just crazy how they don't try to hide anything. (laughs) No, it's like it's the, the 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 facade is 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 coming down but like not even in an accidental way it's just like listen we're getting down to business babe like yeah it is how's that dick yeah it's how how is it like a a modern day slave auction it's insane it's insane so that all their wealthy friends come they're all white except for one asian man um they all smart choice they all show up and immediately chris is being like prodded at by all of his people and they're doing the thing where like i'm oh i uh, i like golf tiger woods which honestly only golf player that i could ever name can you guys name anyone who plays golf no. arnold palmer arnold palmer I, she, yeah she, only she, because of that drink made uh, yes someone who's played within the last 10 years no. <laughs> tiger okay tiger. uh and uh who, who that adam sandler character oh that's not 10 years ago See, even that, even that's Billy Madison, right? No, that's... I meant uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I almost said yeah. Happy Madison. Happy Madison. That's the company. That's the production though. company. Production company. Oh, okay. Adam Sandler's it... a, a producer, too? Okay, good for him. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm proud of him. We He's don't really made golfers. something of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I do like... Yes. Uh... Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, you know, it's just all these just rich white people coming up and being like, yo, we want that body. But I do, <laughs> I do like the scene when it's, uh, cause he's, uh, Chris is walking around taking pictures and then he sits down and there's just one guy sitting and he, we, he, we find out his name is Jim Hudson and he's like some revered art gallery art dealer. <laughs> and Chris is like, oh shit, you, holy cow. And you know, we're just having like it's a pretty human moment of him just being like I'm a blind art dealer and life just fucking sucks sometimes and it really humanizes this man who's about to be part of something very evil <laughs> yeah but I think that that's it was smart to do that because I think it could have very easily fallen into just like they're all just caricatures of evil white people and it's like I mean ultimately like when we get down to it, we find out the motives behind why he's decided to participate. It's not even like, I mean, it's still racist, right? But for him, it's actually more just like a utility thing. It's like, I'm not, I don't really care about the yeah. ideology of these people. I'm really just like, listen, I need, I need eyes. And that's well, like, I was, I was telling a lot of that is like, you know, like you said, I think it was a really good move because I still think, you know, what he did was obviously super shitty and evil, but it's more, he just, heard of this opportunity and he was just like yo this is gonna get me what i want i don't give a fuck what you are he's like I, like you said he just wanted the eyes and yeah. i thought that was kind of sickly beautiful how magnanimous what a what a what a guy what a man right? but that's it right like yeah i get it he's not like saving the world or doing anything great he's still part of the problem but it so I guess that's a nice commentary then on how you aren't actively doing something against this person because they are black specifically, but it still gets you further in life. So you're doing this thing, but just let me have it. And like the actor. I know, but you're totally right though. Like it is, it is that it's like, you know, how many people are just willing to 
participate in the dehumanization of other human beings, but it's like for personal gain. And it has nothing to do with even like, I mean, they're still, they're still operating the system, right? So it's still racist. Like you're still looking at, you know, devaluating this black man and just seeing him as a body that you can use. But from his point of view, he's probably not even seeing it that way. He's seeing it as just like, well, you know, I wouldn't care if he was green or blue or red. I right. saw those eyes. I don't see color. I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke. <laughs> that was good. Oh man. Well, this actually, is- no, that's that's exactly it though. He's blind. Like he literally is like, I don't yeah. care what color he is, because I I am colorblind. Fuck Jordan Peele's a genius. God damn, damn. it. Uh, through my shitty joke, I found the art. See? We got there together. And that's and that's why we need shitty comedy to find art. <laughs> we do. Um, we do, we do. I think Sonique is very funny. She is not a shitty comic. Anyway, um, this is also this is a glorious scene because we get we get Andre or Logan. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, sorry, I I forgot that his name was Logan in this, which is like the whitest name. Um, yes. So he meets Logan. So he's the he's Lakeith Stanfield. He's the one other black guy. So Chris is like, hey yo, like these white people, right? And so he turns around <laughs> and, and he's like, just like, hmm, yes these white people <laughs> indeed he literally he literally is doing like a black like um death jam comics impression of a white man. <laughs> which is wonderful he's like mm, indubitably we yeah. are the two brothers here yeah <laughs> and then uh his his wife uh what's her name some weird white lady name name? like polita or something you're right paulina paulina right no that's too normal did she have like a snazzy name it was like polietta it was some weird name where it was almost a normal name that you hear every day but uh anyway never trust people like that but yeah she comes and takes him away and then uh the one um, Asian attendee at the party asks Chris if he thinks being African American in the modern day is an advantage or a disadvantage. He's, I think he handled that very realistically. He's like, I don't know, man. Hey, my man, what do you think? I love that reaction though, because he's like so over at this point. He's just like, I what is going to be all these people? He's over it, but he knows this Logan guy is is off and he's like yo logan what is the african-american experience and then he's like well i've found it to be mostly pleasant (laughs) but i'm mostly a homebody and we don't much get out of the house and then he does i think the scariest most relatable part of this movie this is a lie but what a very relatable moment is when chris goes to take the picture and he thought the flash was off (laughs) I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Truly embarrassing. Um, I also love his reaction when Logan's like, my experience has been great. Because he just like, <laughs> just, yeah. I could hear him sucking his teeth. Just like, man, like, <laughs> these people are really driven. Um, But like you said, Flash goes off the camera 
And this is amazing. Everyone this... is so good in this. Cause like, oh yeah. Like, Keith is able to like switch from this, like, mm, I'm white guy to like the real, you know, the light kind of like pops in his eyes. It goes out and he like, you know, kind of has a moment of clarity and he's just like, get out and like runs at him. and's like trying to like get him to like shaking him to like get out. And it's like truly terrifying. Um, and everyone just like pulls him away and they're like, oh, Logan, Logan, like they pull him away or whatever. So, um, we find out later on that, uh, well, two things that Chris was supposed to was was charging his phone earlier, and it seems like Georgina has unplugged it or something's happened where like now this phone is dead, so he does not have a working phone. Um, and also, when he meets up with the family again, um, they explain away that oh, like uh, Logan has some sort of like seizure disorder, and the flash triggered it. It's like, you know, no big deal. He's just sick. It's fine. Party's over, though, you know, party foul, basically. Um, but Chris is at this point where he is he's he's sufficiently freaked out. And it's like, I need to fucking find a way to get out of this place because it's just there's too much going on. Well, he has he and Rose go off to so so logan leaves and they're like well let's bring the spirits back up with bingo which is just them straight up having a fucking slave auction yes and then while that's happening uh rose and chris are by the lake and he like has a little mini breakdown about how he could have helped his mom and how he felt guilty that she died cold and alone like Mm. when he could have maybe done something and that's when he's like, Rose, we got to go. We have to leave. And she's like, okay, fine. And yes. yeah, that's what gets them back to the house, right? Yeah. And we're still on Rose's side at this point. Oh, also one scene that I forgot to mention, um, the fucking part when Chris goes up to check on his phone and the party just yeah. like stops. That shit that was... is <laughs> chills. Terrifying. Terrifying. Because I'm always afraid that when I leave a room that the party stuff what's happening yeah that, that, like... that is my that's why i can never leave rooms i was gonna say sneak to be fair when you leave the party does stop so but you don't have doesn't... to you don't have to feed that ego that's not what this podcast is about <laughs> please please don't <laughs> listen i'm just i just assume that whenever i leave this apartment you and hendrix are in suspended animation until i return <laughs> they're, they're in their own version of the sunken place just waiting for you to come back <laughs> Oh my god, a puppy sunken place would be so cute. They're just like, wow. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> They're just floating, doggy paddling in the abyss. Oh, puppy's just floating that, in space. Is that cute? Are oh, we the gravity in their little their floppy ears are just like floppy. Oh, okay, okay. Like a basset hound. All right, I see it. I see it. You see like a basset hound in the sunken place is so cute. <laughs> you don't think that's cute? No. Picture Hendrix zero G's and he's just like floating and he's just like but in his own in his own subconscious and he's trapped. That's I think the part you're forgetting. If he oh, was yeah. a- and he's waiting for a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Tying it back. There's a dog market. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you're the one who made that one up. It was a good bit. Wait, wait, wait. Um, speaking speaking of gross, do you guys remember when they're at dinner and the brother's like, 
she used to have a toenail collection because she would like suck on her toenails and then keep them in a drawer. Yeah, I remember that. That was a big red flag. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was actually when I would have been like, you know, this dinner's been great, but I'm going to leave. And also, this is a spoiler alert. If you're in a situation where you think you might want to book it, be the one to hold on to your fucking car keys. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, right. Maybe she was driving. Because you know, he doesn't I don't, drive. I don't care if it's not my car and I don't have a license. <laughs> if I'm going if I'm going in a situation <laughs> like that, I was like, hey, let me hold on to your purse <laughs> forever just in case. That's interesting, because they made it they made a point to say like he doesn't have a license, he's got a state ID. So Oh yeah. yeah. Covering That's their bases. True. Wow. Smart. Damn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, okay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, all right. Chris, I mean, he still kind of ain't shit, though. Like, why don't you drive? Like, he lives in the city. Yeah. New Yorker. Yeah, but get a license. Like, I feel like everyone should have a driver's license. Even if you don't drive, it's like you just have one. Like, he's got a okay. boogie, right? Yeah, you never know when you need to fucking leave your crazy girlfriend's family's house. All I know is that you, I'll never be stuck someplace because I'm like, I don't know how to drive. I'm like, oh, I can. But uh, what if it's a stick shift? Can you drive stick? I think we're gonna die. We're just gonna die. You can't drive stick. No. Can you guys drive stick? Yeah. Yeah. Andy was supposed to teach me, and he never did. Well, good for you. At least you guys will survive like a zombie apocalypse. Like if you have to, like. <laughs> yeah, there's just gonna be like the fleet of manual cars that no one took. Just perfect. No condition. one drives stick anymore. So yeah, actually, it's a good chance that a stick shift might just be abandoned. You might hop in that bad boy and fucking take off. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting there just like. Jerking, jerking the car. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> I, thought that, I was like, I was like, that's how I handle stress. <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna go out the way I want. <laughs> I'm gonna go on my own terms. Nice. Um. So. Uh. So yeah. So they they're like, okay. And Rose is like, all right, fine. Like, go. We'll go, sweetie. Yeah. We'll leave. Um. So Chris goes back. He's starting to pack his shit, and he gets a call from TSA Bay. T- no tsa bay is a character in insecure that's not Lil rel the tsa his friend rod <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> rod who works at tsa because he sent him that, like, him that the text of that the yes, accidental flash pick of the picture and he's like yo like actually this guy's name is dre and he used to work in this movie theater but he went missing a few weeks ago so yikes but the phone dies and um, Chris notices that the closet door is open. So he goes over and looks inside and he finds a box full of photos of Rose. And she's like with a bunch of black guys. One of them is Walter and another one is actually Georgina. Right. So yeah. earlier she'd been like, this is like the first black guy she's been with. But clearly she's had a whole roster. <laughs> she's dated. Roster. <laughs> Oh, like fucking uh, as gonna make a sports reference, but I don't know any besides lacrosse. So here we are. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, what, what would be she's just she's, she's just cradling all these black guys. <laughs> she's like cradling black guys. Like it's... it looks like you're jerking somebody off. You can't see it, Spooky Squad, but that was <laughs> the motion. Does it? You'll jerk someone off like this. Uh, maybe like... you're really bad at hand jobs. I don't know. Yeah, that's how some I do people it. just have curvature. Okay. <laughs> Evan's like, um, excuse me, some of us, some of us have curved penises, and that's actually a pretty normal way to. Yeah. 
just fucking dogging him right here. <laughs> Actually, some penises are 45 degree angle. And <laughs> I love that, you know, we have we have audio evidence of Evan not sounding like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, every white man sounds like Ben Shapiro to me. Oh, no, that I would prefer listening to whatever that was to Ben Shapiro. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> I don't know what that face was. So, um, so this Rose scene was comes. Intense. Yes. Rose oh. comes back and he's like, the fuck? Okay. So he's like, okay, I need the keys. Like, let's go. And she's looking for the keys. So they get downstairs, right? And, um, Jeremy's like blocking. Like, shit is about to with go down. Lacrosse like, with his lacrosse stick. With lacrosse It's not, it's, I mean, it's not winter, but it's still not lacrosse season. But a great weapon. Like, you ever hit, have you ever gotten, gotten hit by one? It actually is really painful. I bet. It fucking hurts. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, good. It's a good tool for this kind of thing, I guess. So Jeremy's blocking the door. And Missy and Dean are just like, everyone calm down. Like, what's the big deal? And Chris is like, telling Rose to get the keys. And I was still rooting. I'm like, okay, maybe she just can't find the keys. I know. <laughs> I know. I thought she was going to come in through. And then she- I was like, Marnie from Girls, like, she's I, like, she's not. That's Brian Williams' daughter. Yeah, Bo, then- he's a liar, too. Yeah, wait, yeah. isn't he got some stuff going on? He lied about being in that helicopter that got shot down. <laughs> Do you guys remember I that? No. Brian Williams, the newscaster who, like, um, he, the, he he's like i mean i guess he has i don't know if he's got his job back or a job back but it's kind of ruined his credibility for years he told this story that he was in like a helicopter convoy in iraq or something and it got shot down and like this harrowing tale of like wartime journalism and it turns out he wasn't even in the helicopter like a helicopter was shot down he was not in it the helicopter like he had already left the base so it happened after he left, but he had this whole story about how like he was like in this crazy thing and it came out and he had to go on the news and be like, I lied, basically. I'm like, I'm sorry. I mis I misremembered facts. And it was like, I can misremember getting shot down. <laughs> yeah, that seems a pretty memorable experience. So it's like you just made that up. So you know what? Actually, I should have known this bitch was was sneaky because her daddy's sneaky too. Dude, like, and, and then you could sense it right in Chris because he's like Rose, the keys, the keys. And then you just start screaming because yes. at that point, like you knew he's like, this is not and, like he knows. Like while that's happening, the father is like monologuing about some crazy shit. Yeah. He was like, God's in cocoons. The sun will die. And I was like, don't tell that to me. That freaks me out. The sun's gonna blow up anyway. Like, we are gods. It's like he's doing some like cult shit. Like, yeah, truly. Some Jonestown like bullshit. Um, but then finally Rose is like, I can't give you the keys, babe. I'm just like, I was she like, still calls him babe. I was like, oh, I kid. was. And then he goes to like fucking tackle, like to get you know through the door, and then fucking Missy with the the teacup clanks, and he's he's out. And she's and the, sucking and the, the whole family's sucking a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's and how white families bond. Of the brassers. <laughs> By orgy, sunken place orgy. 
family incest family sunken place yeah, and, that, and that is also the name it's just like unnecessary tags orgy black family orgy orgy black incest incest black sunken place lacrosse <laughs> yeah with that nice <laughs> random thing thrown in fruit loops general mills <laughs> Um, product placement <laughs> yeah and there's just a big old box of fucking fruit loops in every shot <laughs> so um rod meanwhile rod is trying to call chris but of course he's going straight to voicemail so chris is like this is getting wild Something's so up. he's looking up the picture of the guy in the photo and he's like okay like i'm gonna go to the police and this part is great. I love the the cameo <laughs> of Erica Alexander, who played Maxine in Living Single. And um, he is, you got to sing the title. Um, he's telling him the story like, okay, this is my theory. There's still five people from here, like sex And I love to, 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 the line she gives before is just like, it's, Rod's like he left it's like he's been missing for a couple of days he left with his girlfriend and then there's like a beat and he goes who's white and she goes go on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's she does so that good. and it's just like wait a minute and she gets her superiors <laughs> and he, it's so good he thinks he's just like laying the truth on him <laughs> this whole like full on conspiracy theory and they bust out laughing just like but we all need a ron like he's he's going he's like i know some shit's going on and i'm gonna save my friend yeah we need a rod if we're if we're not already the rod everybody needs a rod in their life who's just gonna be like bitch you're acting weird like let's dig into it because you like like (laughs) the immediate next scene after like the the sergeants are laughing at him he's like writing shit down in a notebook and he goes magic ain't real and he crosses it out (laughs) He's like brainstorming. <laughs> I didn't notice that the other times I've seen this, but for some reason it spoke, it popped up to me today. And I'm like, that is fucking hilarious. Cause this I wonder is how much he ad libbed a lot. Apparently most of his funny things that I was just reading <sighs> some IMDb trivia and it said he ad libbed most of like his most quotable lines. Oh, damn. I knew it. Cause like this, these are like, it's so good. This had to have come to you. Like just like, on a whim it's so fucking good <laughs> so goddamn funny um so we get back to chris he wakes up and he's strapped down into this chair um and like he's in front of this mounted deer head and there's like an old tv set, and the right? oldest tv still working yeah. playing good times playing good times well not so good times um, no no. Um, so it's like a really fucked up video and it's of the Armitage's like, like a long time ago with the, the grandpa and little Rose, little Jeremy and, you know, mom and dad. And basically the, uh, the dad is talking about like immortality and he's basically, we get a breakdown of what this, um, we don't get the procedure quite yet, but they're like, it's the coagula, which what is, is that a word? That's that a word, something? right? Because I thought it was like Caligula mixed with Cloaca. Cloaca. It did sound that is, like that. That's the, uh, that's the third Brazzers uh, clip <laughs> with the Cloaca. It's like, oh God. It's like Roman chicken pussy. <laughs> Roman chicken pussy. Dude, Caligula, was, Cloaca. Yeah. This was, yeah, it's I like mean, like coagulate, this, but a noun. Coagulate. So like, it's like, like a mass of coagulated stuff, like blood. Oh. 
So like their brains. Yeah. They get coagulated. Ah. Oh, they like it like mushed together. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I, um, okay, so so not no Roman chicken. Yeah, vaginas. no Roman chicken vaginas. I do like right. Like this is the crux. Of, the, the crux of a lot of racism, right? Is like the the grandfather in the video is like with your physical superiority and our intellectual superiority, and it just like I took this one class in grad school and it was just talking about music in America, popular music, and mm-hmm. the crux of it is it's always been black people, right? At the forefront of all popular music in America, but it was saying like, so with vaudeville and minstrelsy, how, um, how exactly Hendrix, um, like white people would do, uh, you know, like blackface and all that (laughs) shit, but then that wasn't authentic enough for them. So then they needed black people to perform the same shit. And then that Mm. wasn't, as much as they wanted, then that's when you got black performers still performing in blackface. But it's because mm. white people had this perception of what blackness needed to be and what they wanted it to be to fit their fantasies. And that's like that whole minstrelsy era was fueled by that need to literally own blackness. And mm. that's all I could fucking think about watching this. I'm like, man. I did not know that. It reminds me of BBLs. Follow me on this journey. BBLs, like the butt procedure. It it reminds me of how like, like you guys know what a BBL is, like a Brazilian butt lift. Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. okay, got it, got it. I'm very familiar. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the fourth Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like how like BBLs are like um have become like incredibly popular. And we talk about like, you know, how like the butt is like the big thing. In mainstream culture, because it's always been a big thing, like black people, it's like always been like the focal point and specifically like with black women having like, or, you know, we don't own big asses, but like generally speaking, we celebrated bigger butts way yeah. longer than white people have. Yeah, not and, like um, big butts TM, no copyright, just <laughs> it, w- it was an understood fact. <laughs> it's one of the things that Edison stole, one of the copyrights Edison stole was big asses. Um, <laughs> That's where it all starts, folks. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so like, okay, like big butts in black women at one point being seen as like disgusting. So you have like Sarah Bartman, who was like put in like a human zoo for having a big butt and was like prodded at and stared by white people. Now we have like white people adopting white women adopting like the big butt, right. Thanks to the Kardashians and stuff has become very popular. Now you have like white women getting the procedure, but now black women are getting the procedure in a it's almost like a weird reverse of it because then now it's like you're being sold your own body type but it's a it's a it's a deformed body type that white people have perceived and warped mm-hmm. and now you are taking that on too and it's 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 a mind fuck because it's like you're literally damn actually is a pretty good one-on-one analogy like you're literally taking on what the perception of you is and it is an ownership, it's still an ownership of blackness or like black bodies or like if it's creativity, if it's just like the self, but like in a like very modern way. And it's, it's really, it's been, it's, that thing in particular when it comes to like beauty standards has been something very, it's been really strange watching develop because like you're literally just like, <laughs> you're being sold you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> and you're great. buying it. And it's you. <laughs> it's gonna be Jordan Peele's next horror movie. Huh? Jordan Peele's Jordan next, Peele's movie? next horror movie. Butt lift. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Monkey Paw Productions presents Butt Lift. <laughs> butt lift tagline. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> No, that um, no, that's it. He did us. Now he's gonna do you. You, yeah, you. And it's just butts. It's just butts. It's <laughs> at one point like the producers will be like, Jordan, yo, we love your work, but we kind of think this is just another porno. Is is horror porn a genre? You know, that's something I've never looked into. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Do you mean like porn that has like horror elements or like? Yeah, like I guess, torture porn. I guess, I guess, yeah, because torture porn. I guess that's a thing. All right. I'm glad you. I, we got to witness you answering your own question. But yeah. if it's not y'all, like we can start our own production company right here, like Adam Sandler. Like happy. I don't know what would what would it be. Happy endings, Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I we like it. You around <laughs> right down. Let's do it. Don't steal our ideas, Spooky Squad. I know you're listening. I know you listen to this podcast for our cool ideas. Do you like, so after this happens, I might be like mixing up when some of this happens, but like we get, Chris is like, because his thing that we see is like, because he's like a nervous, like kind of scratcher when he's like needing to smoke. So then he was doing that to this old ass armchair they had him in Mm -hmm. and he started pulling out some cotton. And then uh, when the tea clinks came on the uh, the ancient ass fucking TV, he popped those in his ear, which we didn't see, which Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be an inversion of how black people had to pick cotton for a mm-hmm. living but now it like saved his life actually i did jump something because he has the little moment with the person who's taking his body <laughs> to like answer oh, yes. his questions and that's where we get the explanation of the procedure do you want to explain it oh yeah it's just that they transplant your brain but because they have to keep enough of it intact so your fucking body like body systems don't stop functioning it keeps Sorry, guys. part of their uh, persona in as well. And that's where that's why they're in the sunken place. And then mm-hmm. they, I like it's like you get to ride shotgun and I'll be controlling everything. And that's when we get like he talks about because Chris goes, why are you doing this to black people? He's like, I don't know why they're fucking doing it. He's like some people just and then it like pulls people like little shots from the party. It's like some people just like want to do it for looks some people want to do it for popularity and it shows this one guy that was like black is in fashion which is what a fucking line to say to a human he's like black is the new black yeah you're just like (laughs) fair enough fucking random white dude um and that's when the guy's like i i'm don't lump me in with them he's like i just want your eyes you could have been anything yeah it's just like but also just the idea of that is just it's so terrible right like it is a fate worse than death like that's like how much how much money yeah could you fucking imagine like i this time watching it i i felt for logan or for andre before but i like for some reason very viscerally this time watching it just like felt when he had the snap and he's like dude get out and that's like 
he couldn't think clearly to be like, I need to say everything that's happened or be like, Mm -hmm. I should just calmly go and call the police. He's just like freaking the fuck out, which I could only imagine. Like or that. the fact that he didn't try to save himself. It's yeah. just like a warning to you. Like it's like, you know, to him. Right. And that's just, you know, which is actually, I think, quite lovely. Yeah. Um, oh, God, what a terrible idea. You know, we have to be careful as comedians because so many of these white comedians think that the only way to get booked doing anything is to be a, a minority. So I, I bet you there's a white fucking comedian out there that's trying to do this thing. Going to med school. Thing, who's going to med school. <laughs> To do this shit and his things, yeah, but they have the, like the their auction. They're just trying to see who's the funniest. I'm like, I'm gonna be that one. I'm gonna be the black guy. <laughs> I, next, I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on SNL. If I'm the black guy, and I'm like, no, this reason mm, reason casting tells you that's not possible. But okay, <laughs> yep, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dude. Um, so anyway, this is when we get yes. So grow we get we get Rose again because now Rose yes. is like. The fa- she's done being like the fun like Instagram white white girl. She's she has that ponytail and <laughs> that so fucking turtleneck. Yeah, her bangs are gone. That's how you know. Yes, no yes. Fine. She's like a Hitler youth. Like it's very yeah. yes. <laughs> if she like, right. If it, if that was a black turtleneck, I would have swore she was going to like some fucking avant garde art house showing of any like of Roman vagina like a, cloaca. Like a <laughs> Roman chicken pussy that's what i called it sorry my punk band roman chicken pussy i love it rcp opening for willow next week um yeah (laughs) um so this is this is when ron calls right because he's like yo but he calls chris's phone and she he calls chris's phone and she answers and again allison williams is so good at this because she's doing the emotions but she's dead in the face and it's like oh my god like oh that was terrifying (laughs) yeah i'm like this this is a woman that seduces black people to be brain transplanted (laughs) (laughs) like simply put this is a monster like she's doing i mean she's doing the fake white woman cry but is just dead in the eye it's just it's truly terrifying i do because it feels so real and Ron's like picking up on this shit, uh, uh, and he goes, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna record this bitch." And then when he gets everything set up, she's wised up, and it's just like, <laughs> "I know you, you want me. You've been waiting for this to happen." It's like, "Oh no!" They're so like fucking her. Her parents are just like standing parents, there. Yeah, they're just like, yes, they're like, "Good like job, bro." <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> They're, yeah, they're like cheering her on like this was her fucking first dance recital. They're like, good job, honey. That's our girl. They got like the <laughs> camcorder out. <laughs> this is, uh, and this is when he does the uh, cotton in the ear thing. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they go to get, the brother goes to get him. And this was, this was beautiful because, you know, like in some movies you watch and like may- maybe it goes the way you want it to at the end. But like some people get away. It's like, no, he fucks up the brother with a oh my God, ball yes. like yeah. knocks his ass out like Did you guys have bocce ball growing up no i'm, I'm very white but no. I, i'm not quite that version of white no wow i'm the whitest one yeah we had it at every picnic <laughs> you guys are a bocce family well yeah our, we had but, you're some... from, but you're from the city right i mean so like we did fucking uh suburbs uh well i'm we had like fucking ladder golf and like cornhole and shit like that uh testicle golf and bags 
Bigs. 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 Where Alana, where are you from? I'm from just outside of Madison, Wisconsin. Bigs. And we used to, we used to have a, a, a thing every year with our family where we just eat corn, like just corn. Yeah, corn fest. Ball. Yeah. Wait, only corn? Pretty much, yeah. Why? Look at that face. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> only corn? How, I, could I like, you, how could you live just gotta clear <laughs> out the digestive tract a little bit you know listen i love corn but like if if i went someplace and they were only doing corn i'd be like you saying if you showed up to the fucking cookout and it was just corn you'd be a tad bit upset <laughs> yeah i'd be like there's no like ribs like what we do like we're no potato salad like we're just eating no ribs. corn Okay, <laughs> and then we're playing bocce ball. Was that was that was that like to to signify an event, or was that just like a Saturday? That was like, yeah, it's corn day, guys. We just did it. Stop grilling this man. Grilled like that motherfucking corn. Uh, anyway, that's the kind of that's the kind of cookout I show up at, and they're playing Run Rabbit Run. And then you look and there's just some like some some white dude with some metallic Viking helmet. You're like, I need to leave. I need to go. You also like my own car keys. (laughs) So he beats the fuck out of the out of the brother, and then he stabs Dean with the the (laughs) stuffed antlers, uh the stuffed buck. That was phenomenal. And then amazing. I do like that he had just enough life in him to stumble into his operating room and knock over a candle. Yeah. Why would you have a in an operating room? Maybe maybe it was on purpose because he's like, well, if I'm dead, we're gonna have to get rid of some of this evidence. I mean, it could have not been, it could have just been like stumble. Oh, this candle I just lit. (laughs) Do you also like while so we get the montage of uh, not the montage, but the cutaway scenes of Chris trying to escape Funland. And uh, this is when we get the shot of <laughs> fucking Rose eating singular Fruit Loops and then drinking from a tall, slender glass of milk separately. Not puts it in the mouth and then like fills her mouth with milk for some reason. But yeah. that was that was genuinely insane. And she was also... Did you see she was she wasn't Googling. She was on Bing. Yeah, she, she was. I noticed that, which is the scariest part of the whole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then she was looking. But so this goes back to your roster bit you were trying to do because she was looking up top NCAA prospects. One of them who apparently was Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> no <of> the pictures. <laughs> yeah, I found that out um, on the cast list. I was looking at it and like Keegan Michael. Like, he wasn't in the movie. And they're like. Yeah, NCAA roster like guy. I was like, oh, that's okay. Hilarious. That's funny. Oh, we gotta go rewatch it right now. Yeah, but okay, yeah, that was you wrote that down. You pointed out the fact that she was writing that she. That was, was on one of the three things I wrote down was that she was using Bing. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> and it's like this bitch is so racist that she can't even let the Fruit Loops in the milk touch. Yeah, man, that's that is <laughs> next level. Like that is neoliberalism. <laughs> Like you're you're suffering. The food is obviously better put together, but you're like, no. Right, she was My like, ideology. Really? This is what this I was just taught. Biting. Yeah, she, yeah. Didn't, she didn't even eat the whole thing. <laughs> and she barely opened her mouth to le- to let the food in. Do we know what music she was listening to? Because she had earphones on. Oh yeah, it was definitely playing. It was um, what was it? It was like an '80s song or something. Okay, 
Sorry, I'm gonna have to look it up because I want to know. I feel like there's significance in that. Oh my god, Hendrix. Oh my god. Was she was listening to <laughs> I've had the time of my life from oh, yeah. the, uh, uh what's that movie? Uh, dirty, dirty, dancing. dirty dancing. Yes. <laughs> the lift. <laughs> yeah. She's not well, this one. Um so it, and it wasn't until this point in the movie that I was like, okay, she is actually bonkers. That part was like I, again in the theater, people were like, oh shit, like this bitch is really <laughs> like next level, like she's on some shit, basically. So um Chris manages to go upstairs and he finds Missy and he kills Missy. Um Do you before remember? She, she tries to go to the teacup though, but he smashed that shit. Dude, I don't remember this. He got stabbed through the hand and he just did that badass thing of like holding it and then turned his hand around and stabbed her. I don't remember his hand getting impaled. I just thought he like turned it around and got her. But that is, if I ever, I will, if ever I'm in a situation where I have to use strength to survive, I will die. But I hope I have enough adrenaline <laughs> that if someone stabs me in the hand until like, like for five seconds, I'm staring them in the eye like really badass and they're going, they'll be like, oh shit, Andrew's gonna fuck me up. And then I'll like start sobbing. <laughs> but for five glories. Oh, I definitely couldn't do it. You stab me. I'm just like, ow, why would you do that? <laughs> call someone. I have to go to the hospital. Call, call someone. Yeah, I stabbed you. Yeah. Looks like you have a good working hand to call. Call someone. Ow. <laughs> You're such a bitch. Yeah. No, I'm literally um what's his face? Uh fuck from Scream. Um Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a little woozy here. <laughs> Get a little woozy here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um anyway, so so okay, so he guts out, but then of course Jeremy has popped back despite being beat over the head with a flash like, ball, and we're bleeding out puddle of blood not a little blood, a lot of blood. So, so you guys so have you guys ever held a bocce ball before no they're, they're hard and they're pretty heavy too like that guy would die he would be dead right i mean i feel like his skull was smashed in see this is why i'm really glad that y'all are uh, joining us for this episode because you, you need the just, white expertise it, yeah just be like sinek you ever hold a bocce ball no me neither see oh. you later <laughs> No, they're like they're they're like they're like I don't know what they're made of, but it's like solid, like something, like it's almost like a rock, basically. Hmm. I guess he's running on pure pure adrenaline and hate, (laughs) which pure racism, which he had prior to getting fucked up. It's yeah, it's only intense now. Yeah, now he's like, yeah, for not for Chris's benefit. He like the restraint like thing in his head was like dislodged. I don't know what part of the brain would actually have for a strain or his parents are dead so he's just like oh, <laughs> he's just so like full no full parents, tilt yeah. like, ah, like, ah, parents are away i'm gonna fucking go nuts <laughs> so um so they start to grapple and um jeremy is choking him out and this is fun because it's a nice callback to the whole um jeremy mentioned like oh like jujitsu you have to be smart you have to know like three steps and, ahead yeah. so as he's trying to open the door chris he keeps kicking the door shut. Jeremy's kicking the door shut. And Chris is smart because he's like, he's going to keep doing the same thing. So he opens the door, he kicks it shut, and he stabs him in the leg, and then he fucks him up. It and- was <laughs> glorious to watch him just curb stomp. 
curb. Which, <laughs> which they don't. Yeah, he didn't even find a curb. He just it's just stomping indoor stomping. <laughs> fucking he fucking river dance yeah. on his motherfucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm really glad that you beat me to that same joke because I almost said Riverdale and I was like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Also, till like like till the end, there's not much spooky, bloody anything until the no. end. No, you, yeah, you're right. They practice a lot of restraint. Um, I personally like wouldn't have minded seeing Jeremy's shit get rocked like up close and personal. Yeah. But I am glad. Not- yeah, <laughs> the second the second the scalpel went to blind art dealer. And I'm like, I don't. They don't show a lot of it, like the in like the just actual takes cutting. His brain out and like tosses it. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like useless. A full brain. Oh. If if Jeremy were in there when you tossed it, he would have caught it with a lacrosse stick and cradled it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wasn't in there. It's like Jeremy, you got to stop. Do go go get the patient. Yeah, actually, they're also that's that's probably their like really nice like white liberal sensibility. They don't they still call him a patient like they're helping him doing him a favor mm-hmm. it's like go get go get chris the patient yeah not our subject our patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's dignity like there's dignity yeah. there's insurance involved this is a free okay. hospital yeah he's gonna, to, he's gonna have to pay chris is not even pay for the procedure social good universal health care yeah Armitages were <laughs> early advocates. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so he just stomps him the fuck to death. And um, so he runs outside and he gets he keys. gets into Jeremy's. He gets his keys, gets into Jeremy's car. Which is still playing that fucking music. Still playing the goddamn music. And he starts to go and he hits George um, Georgina, which um, it's like his mom. He's like, I can't, you know, can't leave her. Leave her basically. Um, but of course, he doesn't know that Georgina is also, he just thinks that she's just And this is when this we point, get right? like, I mean, Rose know, shows, though. no, because Rose shows up with a gun to like shoot, but like too far away and sh- and he goes, Grandma. You know? And that's yeah. when she starts coming to and we see like the scar across yeah. her head. Yeah, we start seeing this because a wig, her wig gets snatched. And <laughs> <laughs> we see that scar and then they get in an accident, but she dies after like, you know, knock, getting knocked out. So um, so then, yeah, so they crash in a tree and she dies. And that's when Rose hears and she comes out and like Walter comes and she's like, get him, grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> like these, what? I don't, like those two, right? So it's like the grandma, grandpa. And I'm like, man, I get like for the party for Chris, you know, like they're trying to keep up apparent appearances of like, we're not. But it's just like. Like grandpa was chopping wood for fucking fun and running to fucking full on sprints in the middle of the night. I'm like, what is this? Is this a good life for you? Yeah, yeah. He's enjoying his body. I guess. Yeah. But... I'm just thinking like, I understand they can't leave the grounds because like they're missing people. So like they can't just like go out and like, I don't know, join like yeah. a, a record label rappers or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking well, if you're so pressy black, like the only cool parts of being black, I'm like, I don't know, like join like what uh, oh. Lil Wayne's label, like what the yeah. fuck what, what the fuck are you trying what do you think is so great but i guess to them it's like oh yeah chopping wood the blacks love that 
<laughs> yeah, you know, this the scourge of wood chopping blacks in the fucking 60s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. I don't know. I'm just thinking, but I mean, I, we're also minorities. So I'm like, if I, had to, if I switched and became a white person, I'd, I'm going to stay home. And, I'd, get and a ba- I'd get a bank loan. I'd get a, yeah, I'd I'm get a home loan. F- cool shit. I'm going to stay home and 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 watch Friends. Why you love friends? I'm gonna watch friends now. Like, what if no, that's bitch, what happened? Like, like you <laughs> turn up. <You're> t- <laughs> Jesus, I do you remember how also Walter tried killing because he catches up to Chris, tackles him, and he's just like squeezing his head, but not like no, his with eyes. He's going no, it eyes. wasn't his eyes. It was just it was, yeah, it was like above. Yeah, it was oh. just above and outside of the eyes, and I was oh, like, it's like trying to loosen his sinuses. That's nice. Yeah, that. So he was just, <laughs> but then you know, fucking slick ass Chris is like, I got enough juice in this phone to try and take a picture of you discreetly with that flash on. That was a, that was a good move. I that forgot. I forgot he did that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he takes the, yes. you know, the picture of him and then he, he, the guy, you know, the real person with N comes out and he gets up and he, cause Rose has come over and she looks super Hitler youth with that gun. Oh yeah. Just like walking. Like <laughs> she was damn near marching. goose stepping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like really, she's like really li- like living her fantasy, her little like third Reich fantasy. I love that for her. And, um, Dude. Uh, Walter pops up and he's like, he walks over to Rose and she's like, yeah, grandpa. He's like, I'm going to do it. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, give me the gum. Let me do it. And that was like, what fucking thinking on the, I can't remember the name. It's like an R name, Roman or something is uh the guy's name that was trapped in Walter. Um. Oh, I don't know, actually. But, well, anyway, so not Walter, Grandpa, or whatever. It doesn't matter. He fucking shoots her in the gut, and that was amazing. <laughs> Point but blank. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that is, that is, a, that is, girl's gonna suffer. I'm like, oh, her guts are but everywhere. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then he kills himself because he's just like, yeah. like, the, the guy will come back if I don't do this and I'm like yeah. that is that's because you know how long has he probably just been in that sunken place he's like there's nothing there's nothing worse like I, I mean it's horrific and imagine what he saw like if you had to be in the sunken place and you're just watching someone live your life just doing dumb shit like cutting like cutting log- yeah it's like this guy ruined my life to cut logs to and cut take massive wood? prune shits <laughs> and just like run at night and just run he's just like i can't see <laughs> it's so dark why are we doing this <laughs> um so um uh rose on the ground because she's been shot and um she's trying to like reach for the rifle and he bends over and this bitch is still in her bag she's like i love you chris and then just please no <laughs> And then he starts to choke her, and he but doesn't but then do he it. Can't. He's, yeah, he's he can't do brother. it. Dude, uh, I mean, he did love her. Like, I mean, yeah. it's fucked. But like, I don't know. I feel like that love will be gone. Like, Dude. you do that shit to me, I'm gonna choke your ass out. Yo, man, Sorry. Alana, Alana was walking <laughs> behind me the other day and like tripped on my shoes, and I still haven't talked to her. This is the first time. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, let alone if she tried to shoot me <laughs> and unleash her family on me, I'm sorry it'd be over. Um. But dude, imagine my family though. 
there would be no fight. We're gonna take your brain. Nope. All right then. Right. <laughs> yeah, we tried. We gave it the old college try. Old college try. But uh, <laughs> did the scene. How was it for you? Like when he stops and the the fucking lights and siren hit. I, the soul was sucked out Whoa. of that theater. I was <laughs> again black theater. Like when it happened, it just was like I've never felt that collective. Just like. Uh, like because it wasn't even just like it was kind of just like a, we gave up we were like okay well, yeah it's over like it, it was a shot like, like he's it's done for you like you're standing over this white girl in her, <laughs> her hitler youth bed and then and then her just <laughs> like she gives that little fucking shit smile and is like help help it mm-hmm. was it was i think that is the most depressed not even just just fucking lifeless and depressed i felt so quickly in a movie theater yeah but then you see that fucking tsa when the door opens up the cheers and it's great because we know that in the original there is an alternate yeah. ending and the originally the ending was going to be the cops and chris ends up in jail and it's like i'm so glad he went with this ending because it's like you can't like it's just like well, come on you gotta said, give us right? well he, jordan was just like it was like, yes, that's what would have happened. <laughs> but it's like after the after everything I put the audience through, I was like that. <laughs> I could not do that as well, especially because you want full Twilight Zone fantasy. And you're like, no, we must have realism at the end. Like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Doing free non-insurance like brain transplants. But now the cops have to show up. <laughs> Um, the police car. Well, yeah. So, um, Rod pop, he steps out and, um, Chris just gets in the car. They leave. Yeah. I mean, she dies, but he leaves her out to bleed. Um, and they're just driving in silence <laughs> just like, and Rod can't help himself, but to say, man, I told you not to go into that. <laughs> what a good man. I was like, I would still be fucked up. But I was like, you earned that. You st- like, you saved my ass. Plus, it was yeah. like it was really believable. I mean, obviously, it was. It didn't even need the preface of when Chris was taking off. He dialed nine one one. Like, even if that hadn't happened, I still would have been like, "Oh, the cops just showed up out of nowhere." Because of course they, yeah, were. they were just on patrol. Like, there's doing cop shit, and this is. I mean, I just, and I besides, I'm standing over fire. The yeah, house. the house is on fire. There's all these <laughs> there, bodies around. The like, Their yeah. neighbor from across the lake was just like, oh, they're having a bonfire. They're Without us, call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't complain because they were worried. They complained because of the noise. <laughs> Someone's having a noisy party across Someone's the lake. Someone's having a vaudeville extravaganza and we weren't invited. <laughs> um, all I hear is river dance. <laughs> <laughs> And they know we love river dance. <laughs> um, so um, Chris is like, how do you know? How do you find me? And Rod just is like, listen, we're fucking TSA, bitch. We know everything. Like, He's just like, which is a running joke. This is the, and this is the first thing that TSA has ever found. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing TSA has ever found. And it was a good find. Yeah. It was friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what Get Out is about: friendship. Yeah, it's really about friendship at the end of the day. 
and, and that's, that's the get movie. out <laughs> <laughs> we have successfully gotten out yeah such a good movie uh man what an amazing movie god damn it i love that movie so much you know i i i I know I really love a movie when I don't immediately rewatch it because I I almost like to just like bask sit in it in like the first time I watched it. I only just rewatched Get Out like last Halloween yeah. and it had been like two years and I was just like, I can't, I just can't touch it again. Like it's just too, it's too good. It's special, you know? It's very special. Yeah. Um. So uh, Alana, Evan, you may or may not know this, but typically we have a segment that's like, hey, if this movie were a black movie, what would it be? And we've written a few films. We've yeah, honestly. we have several. We if we I I don't know why we haven't done it and pitched it. We would be at least we would have three Netflix movies minimum by now. I know. I think we should. I think it's never too late. Obviously, though, in this in this film, it is um very black and it's like literally about like black guy but i'm curious to know like what were y'all's takeaways like how did you feel about it i mean we all talked about it but are we going to talk about if it was if this movie had been directed by a white person how alana go ahead i love <laughs> i'd love to hear <laughs> what yeah, do you think if, if get out where i was is, is, is it the Actually, same concept with a white director so or i don't do you guys know there's like a 2005 ish movie called the skeleton key yes do you remember? It's like the same, almost, it's a very similar premise, but it's these like, these, it's, I want to say it's like a, a voodoo master uh-huh. who is like stealing the bodies of white folk. So I think, I think we know how that movie would turn out toward it to have a, a white director and it, it is the skeleton key <laughs> and it is not good. It's not a good movie. I just remember the ending and like, I think it's one of the, I, I think either Kate Hudson or somebody ends yeah, up in the body of like this catatonic old white man who has like dementia uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it's like Fuh. you know I was going to make the argument and say this is the version that hit theaters was like the the whitest version it could have been because it was the friend in the cop car that helped him out whereas mm. if, if it was like the uh the alternate ending that would have been like the black version of the movie. I mean, honestly, if we want to talk about what the white version of this would be, it would be like a lot of like the get out kind of ripoffs now. Like, um, I haven't watched them, but I do know that them, like the Amazon Prime series, that's like very similar, it has a very similar like feeling to get out a lot, of, even though it's produced by like I think Lena Waite's production company. It was largely written and like per, like directed by white people. And Antebellum is another one that came out that yeah. was like yeah. the people behind it were mostly white, and oh. it sucked because they just didn't get. They didn't get no it. one, no one's getting like what happened in this. I think they're yeah. they're focusing too much on like oh the body like, switching or like or, or just like racism. Like oh, it's like to make a whole movie about racism, and it's like. Yeah, but this movie isn't just about racism. Like, it, I mean, it is about racism, but it's like a very specific aspect of racism. It's like, what happens when we we disregard black people's humanity and commodify it? You know, because because the the people in this movie, the white people in this movie, are not switching. They're not trying to to. Ins- I mean, they are enslaving them, but like 
they're not using them in like the traditional sense of like, I'm going to use you for labor. They're literally putting themselves in the body. They have a fetishization of the black body and of black people. It's a very specific type or like uh, aspect of racism, right? It's that I think if I become you, then, oh, I'll just like, like, like he says, like, oh, we'll mix your superior physical prowess and my, my intelligence. And that, that's actually what's happening here. And it's, still racism it's still fucked up but it's like a very specific aspect of racism whereas i think a lot of these remakes are just like racism is the villain it's like that's not that's scary because we were living it i want it to be i want it to be that hack you know where it's like literally it's like who who's been haunting you racism and it's just like a ghost but it's not like a ghost it literally is just a poorly cgi'd like cloud that spells racism (laughs) it's like oh it it hangs over us like a cloud and everything's just like heavy-handed and the metaphors are blatant and (sighs) can we make this trailer with like a slowed down like hip-hop song because then like that's the other thing everyone's doing now because then um, I don't know if he did that with Get Out, but like with us, like yeah. they for the trailer they did um five on what it. Song is that put five on it, the slowed down creepy version of it. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's like, I had a tweet about that. I'm like, oh, next thing you know, we're gonna have like a horror movie about like a whale, and it's gonna be like a slowed down version of my humps, like during the trailer. Because <laughs> like everyone's doing it now. And it's like, oh guys, like you're missing the point. Like you're not like, I want. They need to pick like even weirder ones like I said a hip hop a hippie to the hippie to hip hip the hop and you're just like this fucker is rabbit. doing the yeah just yeah it's about a it's about a it's a banicula remake <laughs> and they use the the theme song is a slow down uh it's a slow down version of rapper's delight from the show Wait hold on Evan has not read Banicula. I don't know what that is what? I've seen you know, the cover, crazy. but I've never that's read it. That's crazy because okay, I've also <laughs> never read it. I just know it exists. <laughs> what? Isn't that crazy? The one person who is illiterate here is the only person that's read Banicula. <laughs> Have confession. Who uh, my you teacher how to read? read it. Our teacher read it to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so you're just you're like half a step above us then. It's like an audiobook. It's, it's an yeah. audiobook. <laughs> that is, where, what did you do before audiobooks? We had bitches read to us. <laughs> Are you guys sponsored by Audible yet? On this podcast, we should be. We should be. I've been told we have very nice podcast voices. Thank you. I think yours is better, though. I think I have kind of an annoying voice. Thank you. I, you I don't know. say my voice isn't annoying. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good juxtaposition. <laughs> you know why... She can't, you know why Alana cannot make a good comment on how we sound? Because this is the first episode she's listened to. That because is she listened not to it in real time. True. That is wow. false. So upon fact- editing, I'm gonna cut out all of Alana's parts. <laughs> it's just no, you don't even cut them out. You just mute her track. Just, yeah. There so you we're go. still like talking to her, but then it's, <laughs> it's the ghost of racism. <laughs> that's how i'm getting cast i wouldn't cast you as the ghost of racism nuts maybe like (laughs) maybe the specter (laughs) of microaggressions the specter of microaggressions uh yeah it's but um our movie has a slow down version of ebony and ivory the creepy one that's nice that's nice Mm -hmm. for the record i do want to say that i have listened to 
an episode. And it was Kevin in the Woods because that is one That's of the, the few horror movies that movies I she's seen that we've covered. Thank you. Another Bradley Whitford joint. See? Yeah, daddy. Yeah, he is. He's daddy. Yes. I think he looks you know, better in this one. It's the silver hair. Something about the okay. like the full head of silver hair. Yeah. Silver hair and the glasses. Mm-hmm. Spooky mm-hmm. squad. Spread the the word of the pod because one of the I think the coolest compliments that we've gotten is that it's like I don't listen I don't watch horror movies but I like listening to you guys just rant about them and that's why you <laughs> it's listen the best compliment I, I have a friend um shout out to Maggie I know you're listening girl hey but she's she's terrified of horror movies she's like it's great because I don't have to watch them you guys can just tell me yeah happened. this is this is a yeah this is why we should be sponsored by audible because this is a step above just looking at the Wikipedia page synopsis <laughs> yeah it's stuff about, about above reading the Wikipedia and like below us just like doing a full reenactment, which I would do. <laughs> I love gonna, to th- that. Should be our Patreon thing. We'll get like when you can get the scripts online. It's like interior, white woman's house. White woman sits on bed eating Fruit Loops like a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to get the scripts next. I'm wondering what did it say about the, was that. In the script, or that was like, hey, that would be like a cool. <laughs> no, she was just doing that. That's actually just how she eats yeah. Fruit Loops. Yeah. Allison Williams was like, they hey, just, that's they, weird. That's creepy. Let's bring that. They just saw her one day, you know, at like crew lunch. It's like, oh, I just want a bowl of Fruit Loops, please. Do you want any milk? Yeah, separately in a very long, slender glass. It's in her writer. <laughs> it's like, if Allison Williams is on set, you better have your fucking Fruit Loops. You better have a glass of milk waiting for her. Separate. Do not let them touch. With a silly um, straw. Yes, of course. And if you could have um the entire Dirty Dancing soundtrack playing when she enters the trailer, that'd be great. Thank you. Can't eat her Fruit Loops without it. <laughs> she can't. Like she literally just like vomits. She like, cannot eat it. Um, but that was the movie, right? Yeah, that was it. I think mm-hmm. we that was it. Um, so heavy hitters of Halloween. I didn't. We didn't even tell you guys what that is. So every month we choose a theme. October is reserved for heavy hitters. So it's just kind of like classics. Get Out was chosen because it's a modern day classic, right? Um, We have a few movies that are on the roster of potentials that we can do next week. Would you guys like to help us choose? Sure. Yes. Well, yeah, because I know I'm going to be watching these anyway. You will. Man, you can get on the watch. What the fuck is that? I don't really make him watch them. He just kind of like is... The apartment's not that big. Yeah, where am I going to go? Yeah, oh you've, been, you, you've I, been to my apartment. It's also not that big, but she finds a way to leave. <laughs> I leave. Yes. Leave the whole apartment? Yeah, I really don't like horror movies. Oh, shit. I am, so, you, so you make this girl feel uncomfortable in her own home? Yeah, I think she makes herself yeah. feel uncomfortable in her own home. <laughs> the point is she has to leave? That's like, wow. I I'll, I let never, you, I'll let you guys deal with that. No, I never tell her to leave. Mm-hmm. I, I tell her to sit put and watch this movie with me. <laughs> I did once, there was like one Valentine's Day that um, my like gift was that I sat through it with Andy. Uh, Ooh. Chapter the two. new The new one or the? the new, it was the new one, right? I mean, oh. the first, it was the first no, one, but the remake. One. Yeah. That's pretty scary if you don't like horror movies. Yeah, it was horrible. You should have gone with the, the, the TV see, the yeah. movie. You should go focus, focus. Yeah, show <laughs> Evan, her hocus pocus. Evan, we, yeah, I'll have you know that every time 
Sonique and I talk about something we watch. It's like, yeah, Evan caught some of this and was just like, oh, that's not that bad. And then I tell that to Alana and she goes, you're lying to me. I'm like, no, dude, it's Evan approved. Andy, you watch Jennifer's body? See, no. And you would have loved Jennifer's body. Watch it. Because he, he doesn't like. Oh, horror. that was good. Yeah. That was because Megan Fox is in it. So, so. I see you looking at me. <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to do about that. Okay. <laughs> Help us choose a movie. So we've got you here. We've got Poltergeist. The Blair Witch Project, um, the others. Uh, you know, what do you think about Rosemary's Baby? I, I, you know, Roman Polanski is a piece of shit. No, I'm not saying like, I want to watch it. I'm saying it's on the list, but I'm like, he's a piece of shit. Then we don't. I, have I, to. I, I still have decided how I feel about Roman's Rosemary's Baby. I'm taking off the roster. The original Wicker Man and Psycho. Let's watch Ooh, that. and Dawn of the Dead, the original. Wait, is Wicker Man the one with the bees? No, that's yeah, the remake. remake. That's Nicholas the remake. Cage. No, but the original so, one okay. is weird. <laughs> Delight. Wait, you mean that the original doesn't have the bees? No. Mm-mm. Has a cocky Englishman. Okay. A regular, a regular Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how any of them sound. Um, Oi! Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> in it? Stop, time to get out, in it? In it? In it? Oi, get out! <laughs> Oi, I'm from the Bronx. Oi, yeah. I've lived here my whole life. um let's do uh dawn of the dead we haven't done a uh, zombie movie yet have we no we did 28 days late well debatable but yeah let's do dawn of the dead from the 70s so did you guys just ask us to choose and then just chose anyway yeah but we needed your presence to make it happen but you guys also didn't say anything i said the wicker man oh you said the wicker man alana what do you think um i think you should live your best life and she is that helpful every day Uh. okay i don't know you felt it seemed like you felt really strongly about dawn of the dead and then i I feel like strongly about wicker man we can all join together and watch Shaun of the dead which would be a lot more alana friendly yeah yeah that's true that's true Um, but yeah wicker man because again the lack of bees thing is really is really getting to me so yeah it's not as the original one's not as fun as the the remake the remake is a lot of fun um so down of the dead down of the dead Sorry. thanks evan it was a close second <laughs> second why, why am i even here oh you did great sweetie you did great um yes but um that was the episode tune in for next week when we watch um dawn of the dead at some point we'll watch the wicker man okay per evan's request we'll find a place for it okay okay (laughs) um any any ooh any last words from either of you no i got i got nothing nothing any last words andrew yo uh support black artists or get out and by support black oh. artists i meant follow me on twitter at that was true underscore on underscore drums how about you sonic follow me at sonic on twitter it's s-e-y-n-i-q-u-e oh check out my degrassi podcast it's called everybody wants something you can catch me on linkedin 
<laughs> Yo, you can catch your boy on LinkedIn. Just in case you were listening and you didn't, you didn't currently have proof that Evan was is the white guy in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can catch me at Sleeping Village this weekend. I'm playing with Roman Chicken Pussy. Um, we're opening. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty sick. <laughs> I play bass. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay spooky. Bye, spooky squad. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.